0: Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery today on the show. Where do the Hawks' big three rank in the NBA? Falcons coaching staff and their front office has a lot of work ahead of them. And I can admit when I was wrong. We'll talk about all that next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome in here on this Thursday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuckman, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to youtube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser when you find us. Hit that subscribe button. Of course, free and available, all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Give us a five-star review. Also, leave us a comment there as well. And then follow me on my personal Twitter page, at jmch316. Came across an interesting article um, earlier this morning when looking at Bleacher Report, talking about big threes in the NBA right now. Now, look, obviously, you know, the Hawks big three is Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, and, of course, John Collins, who is still here despite what the blue checkmark media told y'all. But anyway, that's a separate story uh, altogether for all of it. Okay, I understand. There's a lot of you that when I said big three and then said John Collins, you groaned. Oh... How are we a big three with John Garland? I get it. I understand for some of you. But I think Collins is a better player than a lot of people give him credit for. I get it. I understand. All right. So we get through all of that angst. So let's stay on track with what the premise is. The big threes in the NBA. Young, Murray, Collins. That's our big three. Okay. So I'm going to give you what Bleacher Report had as their top five. And then I'm going to give you their... Just missed the cut in honorable mentions, okay? And number five, Booker Paul Aiton. That doesn't really affect us there in the West, right? Embiid, Harden, and Tyrese Maxey for the 76ers. Okay, didn't we just beat them a couple of years ago and all that? I understand they didn't have Harden, but with all due respect, you traded one Instagram model for one strip club guy. So, okay, I feel pretty good about where we rank amongst them because I remember two years ago beating them in their place when they were What, 29-7 and at home? A couple of seasons? Okay, so I feel pretty good about that. Durant, Irving, and Simmons. So you got one guy who didn't want to be there as of a week or two ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Kyrie Irving, you all told me you didn't want him because he didn't play enough. And then they have an Instagram model. They have a guy who's more worried about what his Instagram page looks like and what outfits he's got on than actually getting on the court and playing basketball. So while I get that if they're healthy and everything else, blah, 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 they can be a lethal combination, what's the chances all of that happens, okay? Number two, Curry, Thompson, Green. All right, they're in the West, ain't worried about them, right? Number one, and I think this is is one of the two big ones, Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday. I do think that that's a championship group. In the Eastern Conference, I still think that they are the gold standard as far as threesomes go in the NBA or at least put it this way, in the Eastern Conference. I I still think Curry, Thompson, and Green is the best threesome in the NBA, but that's all right. However, one, two, it doesn't really matter. But in the East, I think that they're the best. Interesting on the honorable mentions part of it that they had Tatum, Brown, and Marcus Smart. Now, I really like this group. They were obviously in the NBA Finals this past season. I don't really have a problem with calling them the second-best threesome in the Eastern Conference. I'd much rather have them over what they've got in Brooklyn or in Philadelphia. I still think that that group, both offensively and defensively, is an outstanding group, and they obviously are guys that play, and you don't have to worry about their Instagram account and all these other kinds of things, being at the strip club and this, then you don't have to worry about all those kinds of things with them, right? You, you, you trust what those guys are and what they bring to the Celtics franchise. Towns, Edwards, Gobert for the Timberwolves, eh, doesn't matter. That's out West. Wall, George, and Leonard, eh, that's the Clippers. They're out West. And just missing the cut, they had Joker, Murray, Porter Jr. for the Nuggets, Zion, Ingram, McCullum for the Pelicans, um, Garland, Allen, and Mobley for the Cavaliers, Didn't we just beat them last year? Didn't we get a chance to line up against them in the play-in game and we beat them? Okay, so I feel good about that. And then we've got, excuse me, Morant, Jackson, Bain. Okay, West Coast, we don't play them. Memphis, they're in the West, we don't really care about them. And then also in just missing the cut is Young, Murray, and Collins. So they have, what, in the East, three groups in their top five one that just missed the cut or or is the honorable mention and then the just missed the cut guys so where do the hawks stack up in all of this where where do the hawks fit in all this i'll tell you here in just a second but let me first tell you about our friends over at bluenow.com. engagement season you're getting ready you want to pop that question love through the summertime right weather's beautiful you're out and about you're hitting the streets right doing your thing love is in the air as they like to say in the old song, blueknob.com is your place to go. If you're thinking about popping the question. You want that custom engagement ring, use their build the engagement ring of her dreams. It's a very simple online tool that lets you choose the shape, size, clarity, as well as setting style for that unique, one-of-a-kind, perfect engagement ring. Everything one-of-a-kind when you get to develop this thing yourself. Maybe though, you're not getting married. You're already there and you need a gift. Maybe you got an anniversary, a birthday, You need a shut her up gift. Okay, I know that wasn't nice, but anyway. You need something to give her, a piece of fine jewelry. Their experts are on hand 24-7. You can use their tool. You can talk to one of their experts 24-7. Look for that perfect gift. Look for that perfect, um, you know, moment that you want to share with uh, the love of your life. So we have a deal going on right now for our Locked On Sports Atlanta listeners. If you head over to bluenow.com, check out what they've got going on. Build that engagement ring. Find that gift that's just right for what the the special occasion coming up is. And when you spend five hundred dollars or more, we're going to give you fifty bucks off your purchase simply by using the code Locked On at checkout. L O C K E D O N, locked on at checkout. That'll get you fifty dollars off any purchase of five hundred dollars or more. Fifty bucks off five hundred dollars or more simply by using Locked On. L O C K E D O N at checkout. Put that code in today. Shop stress-free. Every order is insured, ships for free and arrives in that discreet box where you're not tipping her off that you went out and bought her something or that you're about to pop the question. Everything's in a discreet box. bluenow.com. Go there today. Get all of your fine jewelry needs out there. So, look, I feel pretty good about where the hawks are. I think the two that to me are the big threats are Middleton and Giannis and Holiday in Milwaukee, and then Tatum, Brown, and Smart in Boston. That's the two that I look at and say, okay, that's the biggest hill that we have to climb. And as I just talked about, look, we beat the 76ers a couple years ago. We beat the Cleveland Cavaliers this past year. And and I'm not taking anything away from those, but we beat them. We, we, We went up to Cleveland and won. Went into Philadelphia and won. So... I'm good, and, and and our threesome is better now than it was last year or two years ago, right? Murray's an all-star player. We didn't have two all-stars standing side by side the way that we do, and, and we didn't look at John Collins as being the third piece. A lot of people, you know, he was our second piece, so I feel pretty good because, again, Brooklyn can be better than all of those ones, and they can be right there with steph clay and green right they could be right there with those guys but again you guys complained and moaned to me about all irving done playing what do i want him he's a cancer and a head case okay then if he's that for us then he's that way for brooklyn right or did he change his spots because he's in brooklyn i'm I'm confused because he didn't opt out of 37 million dollars to go play for six million dollars that's the dumbest damn thing you've ever heard in your entire life oh yeah i'm gonna opt out of 37 million to go play for six million dollars in Cleveland. Okay, yeah, that's going to happen. Anyway, <sighs> dumb narratives out there. But again, if he's that big of a cancer, done playing, Durant doesn't want to be in in Brooklyn. He went to the ownership. He didn't ask the GM or the head coach to move him out. He went to the ownership and said, "Yeah, I know I signed for you know four years and two hundred million dollars, but I want out of here." Oh, by the way, he did it a day after Kyrie opted in right to his his deal. And Ben Simmons. I I promise you, in the last month, he's had more Instagram posts than he played games last year, okay? I wouldn't want that guy within, if I could get a restraining order and keep him 500 yards away from my facility at all times, that's what I would do if I was an NBA team. I wouldn't want him if he was playing for free in my cul-de-sac on a Tuesday night to help a bunch of my buddies coming over that are drinking beer, listening to some rock and roll music and playing pickup basketball. I wouldn't want to mend So I feel good about where the Hawks are. I feel like if we can get some things together and Collins has got to play. Yes. He's got to work with those guys and improve Hunter has to play and improve Capella has to play and improve. There are a lot of what ifs I get it. I understand. But I think that starting three core that we have is a good group of guys. And right now, I feel pretty good about taking those guys as we head into this season. All right, when we come back, the Falcons coaching staff in this front office, they got lots of work ahead of them. We'll talk about all of that next. It's Hitting Hard with John Chuckery on Lockdown Sports Atlanta back on hitting hard with John Chuck right here on locked on sports Atlanta head to youtube.com put locked on sports Atlanta into your search browser find us there hit that subscribe button leave us a comment free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms including Spotify and Odyssey five-star review us there as well and of course follow me on my personal Twitter page at jmch316 I was looking through pro football Focus's list of the 50 best players in the NFL right now now to be fair They still have the top 10 that they have to do, but they've gone 50 through 11 thus far. Um, Ask me what is not on their list so far in 50 through 11. What do they not have? There's no Falcon players. Nobody on the Falcons has made either 11 through 50 on their list. Now, I have not seen the top 10. Maybe AJ Terrell, they look at as a top 10 player. They do have Jalen Ramsey. On their list. And right now, Jalen Ramsey, excuse me, comes in at number 14. So I don't know. And I know Ramsey was the highest graded corner that they had last year. So I don't know if he's maybe snuck in that top 10 or something like that above Ramsey. I don't know. I'm going to guess no. If I had to put my best guess, there will be no Falcon players in the top 10. So let's assume that. Let's assume the Falcons don't have a single solitary individual who is one of the top 50 players in the NFL right now. Whew. That's a lot of work ahead for your front office and your coaching staff. Now, maybe in a couple of years, Pitts and London and Terrell and blah, blah, blah. Maybe Grady has a big year and he gets back. Okay, woulda, coulda, shoulda, maybe if, right? What's the old saying? If it's if and butts were candy and nuts, the world would be a sweeter place, right? But there's a lot of work ahead for this coaching staff and front office. And look, this is a byproduct of all of the bad drafts that we have chronicled over and over and over again. Just looking at some of the names on the list, right? There's Cooper Cup that's on the list. You know, there's, uh, you know, Cam Hayward. There's, you know, going through. There's Burrow, Debo. Oh, there's Micah Parsons. Geez, he's on the list. Shocking. Is that a guy we could have had? vita vea oh look there's my buddy tristan Wirfs. could you know anybody made a run at him or, again all of these guys that these teams have drafted and developed it's not just all the old guys it's not just the you know the matt ryan's and the and the aaron Rodgers and the tom brady's and, no it's all these young guys that are on the list how many years parsons got in the league two this is second year i mean how many years has worse got in the league this is third This byproduct of all of the bad drafts and why we're at. And again, it goes back to the idea of it's great to have all this money. Yay, we're going to have cap space and all that kind of stuff. You have to draft and draft well. That's where building the core of your team comes into, right? I mean, the vast majority of these guys, when I look at this list, are guys that their franchise have drafted. It's not, I left your team to go somewhere else. Burrow drafted, Burrow and Chase, drafted by the Bengals. Parsons, drafted by the Cowboys. Buccaneers drafted Wirfs, right? And on, yeah, there are some guys. You know, there are some guys that that have moved around. Miles Garrett's on the list. The Bosa brothers on the Okay, they're all with their original franchises. This roster has got a lot of work ahead of it. Now, I don't feel completely bad about the idea of some guys could develop, and maybe we'll get some guys there. Okay, I have my questions. I, I wonder about how good some guys can be, but there's a lot of work ahead, and we'll talk more about this in just a second. But I want to talk to you about my friends over at Built Bar. Listen, we want you to go to built.com today. Great new line of products that they got coming up. We always talk about the protein-infused marshmallow puffs, right? Those, those puffs, man, they sent me some the other day, and I got I got to admit, I'm not typically a s'mores guy. Okay. I fully admit, I think s'mores are something for nine year olds. Okay. So I'm not a big s'mores guy, but can I tell you that that s'mores protein uh, infused marshmallow puff? Tremendous, tremendous. It's a game changer. They also now have the coconut brownie chunk. Tried that as well. Fantastic. But I got to tell you, I love that s'mores puff. I got to admit I'm hooked and I'm addicted addicted, uh, to it. So look, Coconut Brownie Chunk is their newest uh, line that's out there. It's a limited time deal. We want you to go to built.com and make sure to check that out. Don't miss out on that today. Going fast, get your hands on some of these things. And look, here's what we got going on for you. Okay. Bottom line I want you to go put an order together at built.com, right? Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, L O C K E D, the number one, the number five, LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Promo code lock 15 I want you to go put an order together. I'm gonna recommend you try the s'mores and then hit me back up on my Twitter page at JMCH316 and tell me about how much you liked those marshmallow puffs, those protein infused puffs that they have there, and especially the s'more. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. Go to built.com today, promo code lock 15 and get 15% off of your order. Now, look, The reality is and and this is why a lot of people think that the falcons aren't going to win very many games when you and look i'm an optimist for it right I, i believe in arthur smith i kind of believe in terry Fontenot now okay i'm i'm more on his side than i was a year ago with some of the moves and things like that but it doesn't change the fact that they have a lot of work ahead of them that there is a lot that they have to build and they really do have to sort of rebuild this roster in a lot of ways. You know, it wasn't that long ago when when it was Grady and Matt and Julio and you had guys that were in the top 50 and Julio would be a top 5 8 player in the league. Those days are gone, right? Maybe Ridley would have been on a list like this. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know kind of where he fits in in you know, he'd out of obviously would have had to play last year and this any other. But it's not a good sign when you're NFL roster Can't say that they hold down at least one of the top 50 players in the league, right? And that's all about who you drafted. That's all about your drafting. Not about signing Ray Edwards as a free agent. Not about making a trade for this guy or whatever. And that's my cautionary tale to Falcons fans about this idea of, oh, we're going to have all this cap space. That's not a good thing having a hundred million dollars of cap space isn't a good thing that puts you into the vagabond franchises in the nfl that means you're jacksonville and the giants and the bears that means you're on that bottom part you know that sludge that gets up under the up into the grooves of your shoe when you walk through a wet puddle that's kind of got muck and mud and you get that sludge on there That's the franchises that have $100 million to spend in the offseason because they didn't draft well, they didn't develop players. Now, I believe Arthur Smith is going to maximize his talent, and I think that he's a good enough coach that that's why I believe that they will win more games than what Vegas has put out there. That's why I think that they'll win more than, say, four and a half, five games. Now, again, I'm only picking it out at six, so I'm not going crazy. I'm not saying, oh, Falcons are going to be 14-3. and this year. No, I think they're six and 11, but that's still better than what the pundits and the blue check mark media has them going this year, right? But they got a lot of work ahead of them. And, and hopefully, you know, whether it's last year's draft with Pitts, hopefully this year's draft with London and ABK, somebody's got to start breaking through and emerging. Because if they go multiple draft classes where you have guys that are okay, they're pretty good. And by the way, and, and I know I'm going to tick some people off of this, okay? I like Kyle Pitts. I don't think he was the best pick for the Falcons there, okay? There's no reason why at, at his position he shouldn't be one of the top guys, but I don't think he had a lot of impact last year as a rookie. I'll go ahead and say it. I don't care if he was near 1,000 yards in 17 games. That doesn't impress me. And by the way, he had a quarterback 10 times better last year than anything he's going to see this year. And they do not they're probably not going to throw it nearly as much. So, look, I like Pitts. Hope he takes that big step forward. I think his numbers, if they went backward and put the touchdown numbers up, would make him a more effective player on this team. I'd rather he have less targets, less yards, less catches, but more touchdowns for it, more effectiveness in his catches than I care about what his stats are or chasing Mike Ditka from 75 years ago or whatever's out there. So the Falcons coaching staff and this group, they have a lot of work ahead of them. To not have a player in the top 50, tells you where your organization is. It tells you how you drafted, where you're at, and how much work you've got ahead of you. Hopefully, hopefully, this is a year where we look at these past two draft classes in the Terry Fondo Arthur Smith regime and start to feel confident that they got something out of these guys. All right, when uh, we come back, um I can fully admit when I was wrong. I am willing to say it. We'll talk about that next. Hitting hard with John Chuckry unlocked on Sports Atlanta. Back with you on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com. Put Locked On Sports Atlanta in the search browser. When you find our page, hit that subscribe button. Over 2,500, almost 2,600 folks now that have joined our community there. Also free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, excuse me, including Spotify and Odyssey. Give us a five-star review there. And, of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316 you know yesterday was a pretty cool day uh i gotta admit um down at sec media day been broadcasting uh filling in or not filling in but but part of the uh, midday show uh down there we're broadcasting from the college football hall of fame sec media Days is going on if you check that youtube i put a couple videos up here or there uh of the uh, coaches speaking and things like that so had a lot of fun and i'm a college football junkie we will get a lot of college football talk this fall and everything like that that's my number one passion is college football yesterday was cool had a chance yesterday to meet Kirby Smart in person for the first time. So he came over and joined us for an interview. I've talked to Kirby before. I had a chance to interview him. It's not like I hadn't talked to him before, but it was cool to meet him in person. And I can remember back, I was one of the people that was wrong. And I can fully say now that I was wrong. When the idea came down about getting rid of Mark Richt and moving on from the Mark Richt regime, I was one of the people that was not in favor of moving on from Coach Richt. I still thought that there was some gas in that tank. I still thought he had some things he could do. I still think that he deserved a chance to try to get it back because at that point he would be looked at as the second best coach in Georgia football history. When his time had come, only Vince the Prince had had a better coaching run than what Mark Richt had. And that's because of the national championship, right? So I wasn't in favor of going on from coach Rick. I was not in favor of making that change. Now it was always an easy fait accompli as far as who would take the program over right like there was no other person besides Kirby Smart who was going to take over the Georgia Bulldogs. if you look had been an assistant in Alabama, obviously played at Georgia, right I mean you know had had all the Georgia ties to it, right? There was no question about the fact that the only job that Kirby was leaving, his defensive coordinator position at Alabama for was to go to Athens and go home, right? So it the the person who was going to replace Rick was never in question and never in doubt. There was never a monicum of, well, maybe this guy or that guy. No, it was always going to be Kirby Smart. That was always the guy that was the quote unquote coach in waiting, even though he was at Alabama, right? He went on campus in Athens, but as soon as that job opened up, he was going to get that job. And I wondered about what kind of job Kirby would do there. And obviously winning the national championship and looking at where this program is now, there's no question about it, that Georgia was way smarter than I was and was way better at reading the writing on the wall about what needed to happen and what needed to change. And when you look at this program now and you look back to not just the national championship that the Georgia Bulldogs won, which is obviously the most important thing that is out there. But look at what they did in the NFL draft as well. Look at what the culture of the program and the caliber of guys that are coming into this program have meant to the University of Georgia. We'll talk more about this here in just a second, but let me tell you about my friends over at coffeeam.com. I'm drinking a cup of their coffee right now as we speak in between the little breaks here coffeeam.com your best small batch coffee roaster in america local to georgia up in canton best online coffee company go to coffeeam.com today check out their wide range of products coffees teas gift sets you like the organic coffees you like the fair trade coffees you like the flavored coffees you want a lighter roast you want a darker roast beep bada boop bada bop everything is available to you at coffeeam.com love these guys i drink their coffee every single day I'm a coffee junkie. I have to have my multiple cups of coffee because how else could I get wired up to do this podcast if I didn't have my multiple cups of coffee, right? So here's what we got going on for you today. Coffeeam.com backslash locked on is the website. That's the place you want to go. Coffeeam.com backslash locked on. When you get there, shop their big wide menu of coffees, teas, gift sets. When you put that first order together and you get to the checkout, Put in the coupon code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Put that coupon code in at checkout. Get 15% off your first order of coffees, teas, and gift sets. 15% off that first order of coffees, teas, or gift sets when you use the coupon code LOCKEDON at checkout. You're going to love these guys. Their coffees smell wonderful. I can't thank them enough for the care package that they sent us. I'm using it every single day. I love my folks over at coffeeam.com. You will to Go there today, use locked on in the coupon code at checkout, and get 15% off your first order, the best small batch roaster in America. So, look, the, the dogs have to have a lot of credit for, and really McGarrity, who was there at the time as the AD, has to get a lot of credit for seeing the writing on the wall and feeling like a change needed to be made. And for so long, I had heard for years, years, for decades, that I had heard that, you know, There's no reason why Georgia can't be the best of the best of the best of the best, quote Will Smith, right? I always heard, you know, they got the facilities, they got the field, they got this, they got that, it's Georgia, high school football. Something very interesting that I thought Kirby Smart said to us yesterday was the idea of, yes, we're going to go in the transfer portal and we're going to look for guys and we're going to try and find guys to fit some needs in this to any other, but we're never going to go in the transfer portal at the sake of recruiting in the state of Georgia. We have to keep these kids home. This is the most fertile recruiting ground in the country, and we want those kids to come here. Sounds great to me. Georgia is as good a high school state for football as there is in the country. With Texas, Florida, California, Ohio, Pennsylvania, give me whatever state you want, Georgia's right there with everybody. And look how many guys, by the way, in the state of Georgia were drafted this year. That guys that, that grew up or played here in the state, not not for a college program, but were born and raised and played high school in the state of Georgia. Hell, look at besides what Georgia did, the ACC Defensive Player of the Year for Florida State, Jermaine Johnson, who was drafted in the first round, who will look good as an Atlanta Falcon. But anyway, um, he's a kid that was you know at Georgia. He was a kid that was at the University of Georgia and transferred out of there to go play at at Florida State and was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Kirby's done an amazing job and just seeing his enthusiasm and we had a chance to talk to Nolan Smith, had a chance to talk to the the uh, national championship quarterback um, Stetson Bennett yesterday as well. You know, there is an air about Georgia. There's a loosey goosiness that comes with winning and Kirby has built this culture there that you can't deny. It looks different. It feels different. Georgia's always had a bunch of talent to play. Go back to the Jim Donnan years. Remember that final season of Jim Donnan and all the, when it was Stroud and Seymour and Kendrell Bell and this guy and that guy, Charles Grant, right? All these guys that ended up in the NFL, all these guys, they had like 10, 11 guys that ended up playing in the NFL and they couldn't win diddly poo in the world of college football. They couldn't compete for a national championship in the world of college football. Mark Richt in those early years, look at those defensive players, you know, Thurman and and uh, Pollock and, and blue and Davis and all these guys, man, that they had right. Sean Jones and they were close, but not quite there. And now Kirby has taken this thing over and he's taken them to the next level. I, I love what Kirby's done. I was completely wrong about the idea of moving on from Mark Richt when they did. And in hindsight, I can not only say I was wrong, but obviously Georgia got this thing a 1,000% correct, right? And the Bulldogs, by the way, they're going to be right back in the mix to win another national championship this year. At worst, they'll be preseason number three in the country. We well, thank you so much for making Hitting Heart with John Trucker your first listen every day. Make my friends over at ATL Day Ones your second listen every day. Jarvis Davis, Denitra Batiste, talking about all things in the heart of the city of Atlanta. They cover all things Atlanta sports, Hawks, Dogs, you know, Falcons. Braves, you take your pick. they got it all covered for you. Free and available on our YouTube page at Locked On Sports Atlanta. Also free and available to download on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. And then I ask you to give me a follow on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We will wrap up the week tomorrow. It's been Hitting Hard with John Truckery on Locked On Sports Atlanta.